The following program contains references to domestic violence through the plot synopsis of a 1950s film. It may not be suitable for all listeners. This is nothing. A podcast by Nate and Everybody, welcome to This Is Nothing, a podcast about sifting through the wreckage of culture by arguing for the non-essential. My name is Matt Rossi. And I am Nate Anderson. And welcome back, guys. It is great to have you all here. Episode two, um, the sophomore slump about to begin. Uh, here's hoping that everybody got a chance to listen to episode one. Uh, we have no idea or feedback because we are recording this the day before we put out episode one. Uh, so assuming that we're not canceled by this point, um, everything should be going according to plan. Nate, what's going on, man? Years later, we'll look back on this. Years later, we'll look back on this (laughs) moment and be like, we knew, we knew what was going to happen. And I boiled the chemicals together, synthesized the ideas, got it into one sentence. This is it. We have the tagline, okay. sifting through the wreckage of the culture by arguing for the non-essential, but... Wow, you memorized that so good. It's written down right in front of me. Uh, <laughs> two, f- two friends seek Wikipedia articles to erase from our collective memory. I like that. It's way more... <laughs> you guys can't see it, but Nate's got his hands out like he's showing me a big fish or something. Yeah. I I like that. I think that's exactly what it is. You (laughs) something to know about Nate is that I feel like you always paint beautiful picture words, beautiful art, art sayings. Uh, (laughs) I just always feel like every time you say it, I should write it in a book or something because philosophically you're always much more profound in conversation. I feel like. Um. Remember the band Fart. Thank you. Thank oh, you. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Those are the words. Um, fart barf. No, do not remember the the band Fart Barf. I saw it on a marquee in in Los Angeles, and they're they're playing with a band. No joke. Also called Free Beer. So it was Free Beer and Fart Barf on the same marquee. <laughs> it's like the worst guys. Like who's coming to the show? Well, they, at least there's free beer. It's like no, we're the band, and and just. <laughs> It was the start of the decline for LA, you know. Yeah. Although a lot of my friends have moved to LA, and if any of my friends are listening to this podcast, I, I am in support of you. You guys need to make that place better, so bands Please. like Fart Barf and Free Beer don't exist anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Or maybe start a band called Free Beer or Fart Barf, and and just you know prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, free Barf, Fart Beer. I'm just trying well, to disprove your uh, disprove your. You said that I say poetic things, and I'm just trying to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> I not, was wondering what that be... was. You took a long pause I, before I it came out. It's like I, was, I just didn't <laughs> want to be pigeonholed into saying only beautiful things, even though I'm totally capable of it, and I will mesmerize you, listener, with such things as they occur. But well, you're eloquent, man. You were in a, you were an English major. You actually <laughs> you actually got a degree that matters. That's not out loud stuff. 
that's that's <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is coming from a guy that got a music degree uh yeah that he made himself <laughs> there's some hippie bullshit happening in the northwest that don't don't let your kids go to school don't <laughs> at least if they sound anything like me or nate don't don't let them spend two years at portland state university just consuming drugs and alcohol instead of getting an education let them get it out of their system first and what's your major and i'm tripping what's your major liberal arts (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like a gut reaction when like somebody catches you doing something wrong and (laughs) they're like were you about to steal that no no (laughs) what's your major liberal liberal arts liberal arts (laughs) put it down i'm cool man i'm still wearing skinny jeans yeah Put it down. <laughs> Touch with your eyes, Nate. <laughs> with that, we are going to be getting back into the annals of Wikipedia, trying to figure out what other shit uh, you guys don't need to look at uh, so we can make it easier for you to plagiarize a paper in your future and not have to sift through uh, a bunch of awful Wikipedia articles. I have a pitch, and that's just going to okay. be a new staple for how this podcast operates in the future is that all references to Kevin Spacey, any reference at all, gone. <laughs> any, anything. Draw the line of Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. I mean, that's Kevin one. doesn't have a lot going on right now, so maybe he's listening. Uh, no. Kevin Spacey, he could be erased. Send him back to that planet that he came from in that one movie where he wears sunglasses the whole time. <laughs> K-Pax. <laughs> Stay away from the boys, Kevin. <laughs> So I'm just thinking there's yeah. there's a couple things that are out there that um you know this this podcast might actually be like uh, align with so-called cancel culture in the sense that we are trying to erase things from culture. Ooh, boy, didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, we are oh, we are aiding in cancel culture, but, but for stupid reasons, which I guess that is still the basis of cancel culture, but but uh I don't know. To benefit the other Lines. people like us <laughs> <laughs> other idiots that are too bored at looking at wikipedia to try and actually dissect any good information i mean it's user si- submitted information so it's it's not actual deletion you know uh, i didn't even think about it we're gonna have like a anti-task force uh, against what we're doing who's just gonna go in and re-add anything that wikipedia has uh, joined us in dismissing off of the website. <laughs> yeah, dude, if this lifts up, we're going to have an army of trolls coming after us. Like, <laughs> you got to be ready for that. <laughs> All right, do you want to start? Yeah, it's okay. I like, yeah, yeah, let's get started. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was going to, I was like, I was like, we don't even know if we have any weekly listeners yet. It's going to take at least 10 podcasts to figure out if anything we're saying is even being heard. So, um, so far, we're really gambling with the idea that uh, anybody gives a shit about what we're talking about. But you're right; if it takes off, you know, but it'll be fun. We'll have some fun with, so with people trolling. Entertaining, spot and, on, and it sounds so good. The audio quality, and there's some ASMR. Fine elements. fella, clean cut, and what a figure! What a profile! Oh, those shapes of those. There's shoulders. ASMR elements. There can be. <laughs> I was, I was quoting we'll do we'll do an asmr podcast i feel like every podcast runs out of bits and eventually does an asmr part well 
I had been watching videos earlier of how they make the sounds in horror movies, like Foley artists. And uh, oh, those are so good! I know breaking celery and <laughs> pretending it's bones. Yeah, yeah. The the good that's that's one that I was thinking of. But the good one for like a good zombie bite, like into your tummy, is like crushing a red pepper in your hands. Ooh, just like twisting it. I thought. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I think that I, I always wonder if some of the sometimes the Foley artists are trying to capture something very specific and they're just not getting it right and they just cheat by actually just recreating the actual experience and miking it up, you know? Like, actual murder. Think, yeah, uh, things like yeah that. totally. <laughs> like, hey, where's the intern? And <laughs> he's got a, he's got a couple bite marks out of him from last week. Yeah. It's all for the art. If you could have, like, what's your dream job out of any possible, you know, obviously we're not going to get up based off of the degrees that I just described we both have, but if you had a choice of, of anything, I already have something on my mind. Foley and I can artist, sideline murder. If you need it. Foley okay. artist, sideline murderer. <laughs> we figured it out. No. <laughs> we can get stuff. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll be part of the, the podcast going forward is will Nate will create some folly in his dream, in his ascension to his dream. And we'll place it within the podcast, and you guys have to tell us where Nate's folly was was put in the podcast. <laughs> it's That's just funny. your version of a Wilhelm scream or something. <laughs> oh yeah, imagine being Wilhelm. That's a good. Yeah, that's that a good choice. Getting, being that dude's Wil- got a lot of money. Yeah. Dream job being. I mean, Wilhelm that dude's getting royalties on everything. A Wilhelm scream. I mean, he's thinking dead, just probably. about the 90s, you know, films like uh, films like Indiana Jones or or I guess that was 80s. And before that, even Star Wars. I mean, there is at least, you know, five or six good Wilhelm screams in each one of those major motion pictures. That dude's got to be stacking cash. What's your answer? Dream job. Um, Have you ever seen the show Bob's Burgers? I, I know uh, what it looks like. <laughs> Well, great, because that's not going to help this at all. Um, so in Bob's Burgers, uh, there's there's just a million little songs that they intersperse throughout the show. There's usually a, a song that they make up at the end that's based on the plot. And then they, you know, Linda Belcher, the mom, will will like sing a song that'll have backing tracks and all this crazy stuff. And uh, so there's like, you know, within a season of Bob's Burgers, there's like 30 or 40, you know, original songs that are just created in the studio and that's what I want to do. I want to make stupid little short songs that are about uh, a burger joint uh, owned by uh, a bunch of crazy people. So, yeah, if anybody's looking, <laughs> I have very little experience outside of creating subpar indie rock music for the past 10 years of my life. But if you want to take a chance, if you think I'm funny, if you think I got good brains, I'll then do it. Then I will be good at scoring your cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I'm good at, man. I only watch cartoons these days, and I, I I just have a fondness for the soundtrack. They're either very nostalgic and cute, or um, they're just very stupid, and I I lean either way. Um, I think I need to get better at piano, though, if I'm going to do like any Studio Ghibli stuff, you know? Get on that, man. You have two hands. Yeah, but one of them's uh, busy right now, if you know what I mean, because I'm... Hitting the space button on Wiki Roulette. So we are going to start cycling through some subjects and uh, trying to figure out uh, what some funny stuff to talk about is going to be. Um, 
Got one? All right. So let's let's start cycling through some stuff. Roll the music. Beep, beep, beep. You and me forever Thank you. First one I've got here. I think sometimes, uh, like, you know, last week we found one of our favorite characters, which was Mike the Cat, uh, who is hilarious and very entertaining and obviously not one we wanted to delete. Uh, and what it came down to is sometimes the most boring articles are the ones that actually need to be deleted, the ones that you guys don't need. And this, I think, falls square in the middle of that category. Nick Etch. All right. So there's this place called Nick Etch. Uh, it's the German pronunciation. Uh, Croatian, Hungarian, uh, is a town in the district. Uh, oh, can't say that one. Uh, about 87% of the town's inhabitants are Bergland Krauts, the highest percentage of any town in uh, Bergenland. Uh, in 1971, the town, blah, blah, blah. So basically, the reason that I found this one interesting <laughs> is that their population in 1869, nice, their population started at 3,208 and continued to grow up until 1900 when it hit about uh, almost 4,000. Uh, but then in 1910, started to dwindle, going down to about uh, 3,700 and uh, continued to go down. And in the year 2011, they went from 3,797 in 1910 to 1,446 people. So I want to know what the fuck is happening in this, in this town that all these people are running away at this point. I do also want to see what the turnaround was like. Oh, yes. So in 1934, it did go up to 4,000. And uh, no surprise here, between the years of 1939 and 1951, it dropped to 3,433 people. So, coincidence? I think not. War? Or was that when there was a big B thing happening? Well... I mean, Hitler. Oh, I was going to say. He was around. There, was, there, were, there were two wars since that, and and uh, the War of the Bees. Was well, it went up after the first war, went down on the second one. Hmm. Yeah. So that's what <laughs> I'm saying. There's something weird going on in this town, but the thing is, that's the only interesting thing about this place. <laughs> There's nothing else besides the fact that it's got a very high concentration of that thing I couldn't pronounce. Uh, Bergenland Krauts. Well, what is the thing? What is uh, that? It's just like, uh, like, a, like a background of people is the name of the ethnic Krauts in the Austrian state of Bergenland, along with the Krauts oh, in the neighboring Hungary okay. and Slovakia. Um, but, yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know what happened between, you know, it's it's weird that the population would be so high when uh, it was like the late 1800s and then in 2011 they're down to like 1,400 people. I'm imagining hauntings or... Um, spillage? <laughs> spillage of what? <laughs> people? <think>? people uh, <laughs> the, the whole thing rotates like a giant cereal bowl and people are just <laughs> spilling out of the borders on either side. Yeah, it could be spillage from the beyond into this town. That's also haunting. Or it could be spillage from like a lot of toilets at once. <laughs> or it could be nuclear spillage. Everyone's shitting themselves nearby? to death. <laughs> uh, it doesn't say because, again, it's a really boring article and they didn't write anything in it. But I like so, the angle you're going with, 
where maybe it's a supernatural thing. Maybe we're looking at something like uh, like Stranger Things. You know, things are coming in, things are coming out. Like whatever that, yeah, whatever that state was where the haunting of Connecticut took place. Oh God, uh, yeah, the uh, the one where the little girl smashes her face against the telephone post, and then everything gets really bad. Yeah, where which wherever that is in the world, I don't remember the haunting in Connecticut. But yeah, I like this idea that maybe it's like an interdimensional wormhole that's like sucking people out of this place uh, and uh, putting them somewhere else. Yes, uh, please. Maybe that's why there's very little information. <laughs> maybe the FBI is trying to hide something. What do they want? Wikipedia, you can help us, please. <laughs> help us look into Nikich. Tell me if there's some supernatural shit going on in there. So, based on the fact that this whole page is about one scroll's worth and the coolest thing they have to talk about is the fact that 87% of the town's inhabitants are some sort of krauts, uh, I would say this is on the chopping block. Insert another uh, Foley thing. Nate chopping lettuce or some shit. Boom. All right, what do you got? The Party Crashers is a 1958 American drama film. A lot of movies, whatever. A lot of media content. Too hey, much. man. We're doing Too it much. all. Uh, all kinds of people, including Mark Damon. That's <laughs> n- no one is that no Matt one. Damon's brother? So dad, well, maybe? Way, <laughs> way older brother. That's the case. This dude was born in the 20s. Uh, the, Damons, the Damons are uh, supernatural. These, these people have existed on the planet for years. <laughs> To tell us uh, about them apples. Uh, <laughs> Barbara and her upper-class boyfriend, Josh, are supervi- oh, surprised at friend <laughs> Stan's house when Twig Webster and his ill-mannered friends crash a private party. Man, there. names were cooler back then. Josh is appalled by Twig's behavior. Call your kid Twig. <laughs> Barbara seems attracted to his animal magnetism. They must not have liked their child to call them Twig. Oh, wow. It's, uh, oh, it's layers of parties. The the kids are having parties. And I'm sure they're miscast. These are supposed to be teenagers. They're probably like 20. Oh, I love that. I love when they cast like a 27-year-old man with a smoking cough. And they're like, he's 12. He loves you. Like. <laughs> It's the fifties. Everybody's smoking. <laughs> you know, I did. I did see that um, Seth uh, Seth Rogen writing Superbad was supposed to play the role of Jonah Hill, but he outgrew the role. So then he had to find a replacement for himself. Oh, that rules! I yeah. would have loved to see. I do. <laughs> I do love the reality <laughs> as, that they were shooting it. Age. They were like shooting it, and he just showed up in like pants and a shirt that were way too small. And they're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> He's like, no, I'll smoke some weed. It'll be fine. Everybody will love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fat. The kid's fat. It all works out. <laughs> One of the moms falls down a flight of stairs. Good thing it wasn't Twig. Twig. beats Barbara. Oh, no. Because he becomes out of control. Should have called uh, him Branch. Punch punches josh in the face when he tries to help her is this really all listed in the article (laughs) this is very specific her son's grief uh hazel dies who's twig's mom and then snapped like a branch uh, after all of that uh josh's parents decide to become better to him 
Yeah, it's a real 1950s uh, story of... Uh, <laughs> that's a happy ending in the 50s. <laughs> well, really they learned a lesson. Little too late, everyone's either dead or bleeding, but we all learned a oh, lesson. Wait, I think I missed the, the point here. Yeah, the, the actual tagline on the, on the movie poster is, Who are the delinquents? The kids or their quote, respectable parents. Ah, I like this. This is uh, this is a whole generation hearing about how Bing Crosby used to beat his family with a sack of Lencia oranges so it wouldn't leave a bruise, and now they're they're finally figuring out that maybe maybe parents shouldn't be beating their kids with, with fruits and vegetables anymore. This is bad. This it is, is bad. Uh, it is. It's not good. I don't like this at all. Well, the message uh, is terrible, which is maybe why it needs to be removed. I would say that's another one to add to the chopping Twig's, block. Twig, Twig kills his alcoholic mother, Jesus. who is abusive toward his father. That's... At a party for adults, Twig finds his mother in a compromising position. When they argue, she falls down a flight of stairs and dies. <laughs> okay, Falls down a flight of stairs. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was an excuse used a lot back then. Yeah, She was drunk, so... She definitely just fell. I hate this. Oh my All right. god! I'm, that's yeah. that's an option, but I, that's not. We, that's not you even know, something. your mention about cancel. No, that's absolutely something. We need to get rid of anything that's this <laughs> horrible. I mean, you were talking about you know we are kind of acting as cancel culture, and if there's anything to cancel, it's a film about domestic abuse. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and like I mean, like the generations and like the total mistone of it looks like just like see yeah, I that's mean, I what watch... you get if you touch the devil booze <laughs> As it a is woman. funny that like when you compare oh yeah Ugh. yeah it's it it was really bad then but i mean <laughs> I like i look at you know you look at movies in the 90s and being like oh that aged really bad you know and uh it's funny that like you know, compared to a movie in the 50s, yeah, a movie in the 90s still looks pretty good. But, I mean, like, uh, what movie was it? Like, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. So, I saw Mrs. Doubtfire uh, as – it's a Broadway musical as well. My mom wanted to take me and my family for uh, Christmas a couple years ago. And so, we rewatched the movie to be like, all right, well, let's remember That's what nice. Mrs. Doubtfire is all about. It is nice until you realize that the crux of the movie is the fact that the kid walks in on a woman standing up and peeing and freaks out about it and says how horrible it is. And I was like, oh, that did not age, like, at all. And so, I'm watching the musical with my mom, and I'm like, how the fuck are they going to turn this around? And, uh... I'd say it was handled pretty well. They basically just had like part of the costume come off while uh, while Mrs. Doubtfire is chasing the boy around the house, um, and then that's how it how it works. So you know these movies need to be updated or deleted. And I think uh, when there's no good subject matter in a movie, like when it's pretty much just violence and pushing your mom down the stairs because she's a woman that's drinking and that's acceptable, that might just be a movie that's worth canceling. So I would say. Uh, fuck the uh, Austrian country or er, er, town. I think that one's number one on my chopping block so far. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, this movie that no one's heard of is already canceled based on they say they say you die two deaths, and I guess we 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 failed the test on the second death for this one. But first death is when you die. Second death is when no one mentions your name anymore. 
So the party crashes is the 1958 oh. film. We just we we kind of brought it back to life for a second there, but once it's off of this, and we're actually broadcasting it into the future by recording about it. So I don't know how good of a job <laughs> we're doing at this. <laughs> well, I would say it's number one, and we can debate it in the courts on whether or not that's the truth. But if anything, I want to get rid of this just because uh, hopefully future generations won't have any basis for naming their child Twig, which I actually think is maybe the worst act of abuse that's happening in this movie. Um, untrue. The rest of it's way worse. But uh, – with that, uh, mind if I go on to another one? I got another one. Ooh, I got another one. Please. Ooh, I got another one. All right, are you ready? Oh. Uh. Are you Are you ready? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So again, yeah. if you guys don't remember, Nate reads books and I watch TV. So there will be times where one of us will probably not understand the reference. But maybe you will. Do you remember Nicole Richie? Yeah, she's uh, a woman. Good start. Um, uh, she had freckles, did she? No. Keep trying, though. Did she wear dresses at the ball? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Cinderella. Cinderella was <laughs> Nate's first guess as to who Nicole Richie is. Uh, do you remember that uh, MTV reality show with Paris Hilton? I don't remember what it was called, but I, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. What, who um, is this though? I'm, I'm think I'm, I'm conflating her with like a Lindsay Lohan character. Oh, she would be that- right amongst that. Um, she was on a yeah. show called The Simple Life. Um, uh, fuck. Yeah. I tried to get that out of. Yeah. <laughs> So, Nicole Richie, as a person, let's talk about it. Does she still need to exist on Wikipedia? Oh, my God. Wait, is that the topic? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. I didn't even know where to start (laughs) by reading this article, but my eyes immediately went to the fact that listed under her photo is other names. There's one name there, and and it's Nikki Fresh, and the S is a dollar sign, and that... I want to believe was written by her because <laughs> I don't think anybody else has updated this wiki page. Um, so yeah, Nicole Camille Escovedo um, was her born name. Interesting. So it changed at some oh, point Lionel, because Lionel Richie's daughter. Yes. I was going to say, do you know that's Lionel Richie's okay, daughter? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. I love Lionel. Lionel. Daughter, I love Lionel Richie. Richie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he updated his image to fit all the all the kids that are into Fortnite these days. It it, it definitely sells his records better. Um, yeah, I love Lionel Richie, and I I do feel uh, I don't want to be too hard. It's always hard because I I like I like to joke, but I don't like to be too harsh. Like I don't actually want people to think that I like hate people. I like I'm definitely just making jokes here, but uh, I think Lionel Richie's career would be better without his daughter Nicole Richie. I think. <laughs> I would we don't you to need say. to like people's daughters. I know. I just, uh, it's hard to be mean sometimes. But yeah, with that in mind, uh, yeah, so she was best known for The Simple Life, uh, where she hangs out with Paris Hilton and does basic normal things that people do. And they're like, this sucks. This is not hot girl energy, like all that kind of stuff. Simple things? Do they do simple things? I, 
you know, it's... Do it's, they do simple things, like tying shoelaces of children who need their shoelaces I don't know why you're getting mad at me but yeah that probably could have been a whole episode I actually don't know it would be fun to see if they know how to tie knots cook a simple meal like Nate I'm not going to tell you (laughs) episodes of the simple life I also did not watch a lot of it but there's certain (laughs) things that through osmosis you just gain by watching tv you know you watch it and you just know what the show's about and then that and you just sound like you're from California after watching that. We know well, the that's voice. That's why you got to get thick skin and, you know, you got to you gotta get it all. You got to read the good and the bad. Yeah. I got to watch the good and the bad, and that's the way it goes. So, Nicole Richie, um, I'm looking for any redeeming yeah. qualities about Nicole Richie. Um, yeah, television status was basically the simple life. Um, she was on E! Entertainment Television um, for wow. a while. Oh, here we go. She got DUI. And uh, she was threatened with serving jail time. Uh, she was sentenced to 23 days in jail, though this was after production of the season had finished for The Simple Life. Uh, Richie accepted a plea agreement and was sentenced to four days in jail again after production had wrapped. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> um, four days. Oh, my <laughs> she was in a let's see she was in a comedy film called kids in america um eight simple rules oh, for dating my teenage that. daughter i remember that um she's in oh. she's in something called chuck Is Lionel richie in that i wish Lionel Fuck richie could be in anything and i would i would absorb the hell out of it um let's actually, see actually a documentary one name I was not expecting to see in this article was Tina Fey. Um, she's a news anchor in a sitcom called Great News, created by Tracy Wingfield and produced by uh, Tina Fey. Uh, so it looks like her career went pretty okay by the time it went down. I do want to tell you there is a section in this for writing, and that is the smallest section. It is about one paragraph. Um, uh, she wrote an autobiography called The Truth About Diamonds. Oh my God! Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like this is, is that like, real? yeah, that's the real. The truth about diamonds. It's real as fuck. It's a 2005 novel. Know? No way. Novel. Yeah. No. All right. So I clicked truth on it. Truth about diamonds. Let's read about it. The novel tells the story of Chloe Parker. All right. So it's not a not an autobiography. A woman in her early 20s who had been adopted by the age of seven by a music superstar. Mmm. Kind of sounds like it's autobiographical. Um. And now associated with Hollywood celebrities, uh, what had followed was a wild childhood distinguished by parties with movies, stars, and rock idols, run-ins with press and poli- uh, police, uh, and subsequent stint in rehab. Okay, so yeah, it is. It is if, the, if they're trying to say that this is not an autobiography, they're out of their goddamn minds. When Chloe shoots to an instant fame as a spokesmodel for a national ad campaign or a long lost birth father appears out of nowhere. Okay, yeah. So this is boring. This is like wow. the same tripe that they that they throw into pretty much every movie. I guess she's majorly like a big that. fashion person. Of course, she had a shitty ass music career because everybody in that day and age has to have one. Um, so I still like years better. I think the abuse movie oh. is a better thing to get rid of, but this is like, I mean, this was the Kardashians Not before her. the Kardashians, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the introduction what? of this personality type that is now rippling through all of our medias. 
Oh uh, yeah, I mean Nicole Richie, you know, got a DUI so the Kardashians could run. You know, like it's it's definitely uh, uh, breaking breaking the mold and then showing everybody how it's done so they can do it better. You know, because I oh I should look up her net worth. That's definitely the next step. Well, I I don't think she ought to be erased, but thinking about what has rippled out from her existence. Uh, something like that book. That book, we don't need to read that. No one needs to read that. That can go away. That can go to the that can go to the trash heap in the sky. We can get rid like of her we book. Can, we can, yeah. Specifically I don't know. I book. I like it. I like. You're right. If it was a boring news week, we could get rid of the book. But I still think the movie's better. I still think getting rid of uh, stories of domestic abuse from the '50s are are a good thing. Um, and really quick before your next subject, guess her net worth. Two million. Higher. What? I know. <laughs> it makes me sad too. Twenty-five million. Yeah, but you know, uh and you nailed it. Yeah, it's twenty-five million. Um What? She's thirty-nine. She has twenty-five million dollars. She got a DUI. <laughs> she had the same life as many of my friends do, minus the twenty-five million dollars. Yeah. She was uh she was a wealth of information. There's a lot going on with Nicole Richie, but I still like your story better. I think we're going to do a pass this time, Miss Richie, but just just, you know, make your dad's life easier. We we all like Lionel, all right? He's doing a great job. Just make sure he sticks around for a little while longer. I got one for you. That's terrifying. Ooh. <laughs> um we had some haunted themes going on earlier. This is not that. This is science. This is scary science. And the topic is genetically modified insects. Ooh. <laughs> I was hoping for you ghosts like spiders, or goblins right? or something. Okay. Don't. Yeah. I, 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 I do not like spiders. Spiders are, spiders so are right a big here bad is a thing picture for me. of a spider with 10 legs. Don't. Then just how kidding. is it a spider? Spiders have to have eight <laughs> legs. This is bullshit. You can't just. This is a side yeah. note. This is I'm leaping off from this, but this has been a long, long time study going on, and they're starting to do this, and it's been real quiet because there's other shit going on. We're all distracted, maybe by the pandemic, things like that, and like <laughs> political discord in America. But what's actually happening in the Florida Keys right now? Right now, after like ten years of research, and I'm not reading this. this is, I heard this on NPR the other day. It's a they are releasing genetically modified mosquitoes into the Florida Keys right now to try to give everybody the coronavirus vaccine. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. <laughs> That's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. And the fact that that wasn't where you were going with it just it leads me to say that uh, it's another reason to get rid of Florida entirely. But yeah, oh, sorry, wow. I, I yeah. interrupted it's you. Go way ahead. more boring than that. No, that's genius. <laughs> that's what it should be. So okay, you know what? Genetically modifying insects for good, like doing that in in southern states. Great idea. You don't think Great the government? Idea. Any wet, swampy, swampy, wet place that has tepid water with like maggots crawling in it. Mosquitoes love that. That's like most of this country. So they Ugh. have that 
We have, a- we have what access to that. What a beautiful picture. I earlier said that you're so eloquent with speech and you just compared our country to a to a tepid mosquito-infested watering hole. Yeah, I'm just thinking about a neglected above-ground pool, something like that. Ugh. Uh, yep. There's a okay. lot of those in this country and we yeah. can just, re- you know, creep up and release a bag full of these things. I don't know. There's a lot of dead what, what grass. What do you even carry? What do you even carry a thousand genetically modified mosquitoes in? What are you holding them inside? <laughs> a jar? <laughs> like That's a really good question. Yeah. What a beach ball <laughs> explodes um, like a bomb a, as people are running for the hills. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, beach ball that you just that you just hit with a thumbtack and then it's oh just like, my god <laughs> can you imagine going to a beach in florida with a giant fall like you know like a giant beach ball that's just full of mosquitoes and there's a bunch of kids like oh yeah and you throw it towards them and they bounce it around for a while and then uh, somebody <laughs> somebody with a walkie-talkie from afar aims a sniper rifle and goes take it down and uh, explosive beach volleyball to reveal hundreds of thousands of mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Nate. I ran right over what you were saying. No, I've I've thought about that before in Alaska because in certain places you like walk in the wrong place and you're you suddenly have like 40 mosquitoes nibble, you know, sucking at you at once, and I'm like. This is something I've wondered more than once in that kind of tundra situation is how many, <laughs> how many need to be biting me at once that I would like lift off the ground a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. Uh, you always go for exactly what I think you're going to say and then you divert it. I love it. I thought you were going to say how many need to be sucking me for like my arm to shrivel up, you know, like. How many need to be on me that like one part of my body just depletes enough and then blows back up like a shitty inflatable tube man or something? So these these this is genetically modified insects. I mean, okay, basically there's like uh, malaria and stuff like that. There's like all these bad diseases in the Florida Keys. They're trying to introduce mosquitoes that are infertile. So then they when they mate, they don't they don't hatch eggs and then so like that. So uh, that's kind of interesting. So not not gonna go. I guess that was kind of a teachable moment, wasn't it? And I did not say that it was going to be a teachable moment. You missed it. You missed it. I was hoping you were gonna do the teacher's corner, and you missed it. There might be a teachable okay. moment in here still. I fucked it up because <laughs> I'm a dumb, dumb man. With the so something break. that we did okay, <laughs> well something that we did in the pilot episode was nate nate said that he he didn't want this podcast to just be us saying stupid things he wanted to teach you guys about something once an episode so uh, maybe next episode nate you can have nate's teacher's corner and you can you can teach us something i feel like we went there um, with the genetically modified mosquitoes a little bit but i just didn't say anything you didn't acknowledge it so it yep. didn't count well you missed your chance sorry buddy all right okay. so here's the deal i think we found our subjects okay. i think after everything yep. we we've now 
we've now hit the nail on the head. Um, so, Nate, uh, explain to me once again. I think we're going to settle with this domestic abuse horror show that is a movie that came out in 1958. What's the name of the, the show again? Can you put it in the chat so I can check it out? The Party Crashers. Party Crashers. It seems so innocent, really. I mean, like, there's so many party movies that have come out uh you know in the past uh five ten years with like the the first one being you know like super bad and then now all we're seeing is like these teenage coming of age films uh that are much more lighthearted and deal more with just like you know people trying drugs for the first time um but i love like no, <laughs> i this love those party yeah. crashers being this horrible fucked up film yeah. um it's like the kids are having a party uh, upstairs in the adults are having a party downstairs something like that there's some like parallel thing going on and they're like you raised your kids wrong and it's like moralistic and i don't know i also like erasing a town that was fun what was what was yours <laughs> we erased a high school we already <laughs> that did was that. what we okay. did last episode yeah here's what we got to do it's time to flip a coin all right, Nate. So you came up with the topic, which uh, way to go. You're two for two, man. So with that in mind, you are the one that gets to call the coin while it is flipping in the air. Um, Tails. So with that being said, here we go. And it is Tails Never Fails. All right. Nate Anderson, you get to choose whether you want to attack or defend the film The Party Crashers, a 1958 motion picture from Paramount Pictures describing some fucking horrible scenes within the plot description that I'm reading right now. Um, what you What you going for? I must. All right. I, I'm, oh, I'm changing. Bless yeah. you, sir. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Bless you, sir. Maybe we All just right. go back and forth each week. Uh, you know, I, I, we let the <laughs> coin decide. You know, it's randomized. It's uh, whoever wants to do it. Um. All right, so let's uh, just as – here's what I want to do. Anytime we debate this, just for you guys at home, I want to just give you a quick plot – to what this movie's all about, just give you a brief synopsis. I know you heard a little bit when Nate was talking about it, but just a little refresher here. The Party Crashers is a 1958 American drama film directed by Bernard Girard. Great name. Um, and written <laughs> by Bernard Girard. Uh, Bernard Girard. Bernard Girard. Uh, the Girard film Girard. stars Mark Damon. Uh, Bobby Driscoll. <laughs> stars Mark Damon. No relation. Bobby Driscoll. Connie Stevens. Francis Farmer. Um, yeah. So the plot is basically Barbara. 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 Barbara Nickerson and her upper-class uh, boyfriend, Josh Pickerford, are surprised at a friend Stan Osgood's house when Twig Webster and his ill-mannered friends crash a private party there. Josh is appalled by oh. Twig's behavior, but Barbara seems attracted to his animal magnetism. Oh, God. John's Yarr. conservative parents are concerned over his future. Twig, meanwhile, has an alcoholic mother, Hazel, who's an abusive towards his father. At a party for adults, Twig finds his mother in a compromising position with another man. When they argue, she falls down a flight of stairs, quote unquote. Oh, <laughs> That's ouch. not written in there, but I'm adding my own quotes. Yeah, uh, Twig becomes out of control, beating up Barbara. Jesus. Yep. Then also striking Josh. When he tries to come up to the girl's rescue, Barbara ends up hot 
hospitalized upon seeing their son's grief and also learning that Hazel has died. The Bickfords vow to become a better parent to Josh. Uh, Runtime is 78 minutes. Hard to believe that they (laughs) stretched that out. Um, But with that in mind, court is in session. Yes. All right. I'm going to bring to the court's attention. Okay. 1958's The Party Crashers. God damn it, this judge again. He always insists on wearing that stupid wig. It's not even the barrister wig. It's it's my hair. It is my natural. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you could hear me. I had trimmed off my butt hair for years. (laughs) There's so much, and it's so dense. I live in a jungle of my own creation of my body oh my god you can see it bulging from his robes it's like he's wearing a baby's diaper or something sorry your honor um great to be here happy (laughs) to be here love being here your honor can you tell me what year it is currently 1959 oh it was 1958 that's correct it is 20 21 2021 okay we're on a a zoom court and it's We're, it's real hard for me to keep my tabs together. Just give me a second. I I'm not a young man anymore. Not uh, like sir, these party that's crashers. A, so I I I don't I don't I don't want to say anything, but that is a calculator. Oh, I thought actually that's your home television remote. I thought it was. I my have a feeling vape. that my case is going to go a lot better. <laughs> oh, you're vaping now. Okay. That would explain uh, why the hairs on your head look so beautiful today. It is a pleasure to be in front of you. I assume that you completely forgot everything I'd said uh, just moments ago based on the fact that uh, I don't think you understand what vaping is. Okay, he's screaming. Order! Uh, Okay, (laughs) well, (laughs) the parents named their kid Twig. That's my case, probably. Um, no, I got more. All right. So, Your Honor, I asked you what year it was because you said it's the year 2021. Uh, this movie was released in 1958. Would you say that we have retained anything from the year 1958? Toaster ovens. Exactly. So, my thoughts on this are uh, a lot of these atomic weapons things can probably be forgotten. The fact that he... In the synopsis of the movie, it does state that... Uh, we still have automobiles. Yeah, but nobody's driving a Model T anymore. Nobody's driving a Buick that's shaped like a tank. Okay. Movies. Yeah. All right. All I'm saying is the fact that they wrote in the IMDb page that when Twig pushes his mother down the stairs, she quote unquote falls down the stairs on her own uh, after drinking a lot. I see this movie as being a, a, a blight on human existence. It is uh, facilitating the basis that domestic abuse is still something we tolerate in this country. I would venture to say it's not. It's kind of like Mad Men. There's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of women being belittled. Uh, and there's a lot of kids named Twig in this movie. And I think that is where I'm going to rack up my case. And the hair has fallen off of his head. And it wasn't hair at all. And it was, in fact... Uh, just some things that he pulled off of a lint roller. So, love being here. Great to see y'all. I am going to make my way out. May I address the duties? That- Sir, are you okay? What Was that actually a Snickers bar? It has some magic quantities. 
of marijuana. <laughs> and I found this. I found the lights. You may the proceed. <laughs> I found the lights and the noises of this quite beautiful. Couldn't understand what they were saying. The soundtrack was pretty pleasant. I saw a lot of colors and shapes passing across the screen. Defended. Are 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 you claiming that you have to be really high to enjoy this movie? I'm claiming that I enjoyed it because I was really high. Sir, if you claim that smoking marijuana makes movies better, I would like to uh, bring on a specialist into the room. Uh, Seth Rogen, can you explain to us whether or not marijuana makes movies uh, good and or bad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be Seth Rogen? Who wants to be Seth Rogen? Uh, all right, I, you get ten seconds to Seth. I get ten seconds. See who's better. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chronic. Yeah. No one. We neither. Suck at this. Yeah. yeah no both were bad. <laughs> both were bad. Thank. <laughs> we couldn't actually get Seth. Uh, <laughs> Seth, way too busy. Doesn't have time for this podcast. That was. A uh, Seth Rogen impersonator that we found over on Ventura Boulevard. There's a snowy owl on top of your head. Who? Anyway, <laughs> the was that me or the owl? I couldn't tell. That this <laughs> movie should remain in our cultural existence and psyche is that it is f- famous actress. Frances Farmer's last feature film role before she became a corpse. Yeah, people die all the time. Yeah. No one from this is alive anymore other than on the film. Think about it. Defendant, you seem high. Seth Rogen earlier in the chambers told me that you guys smoked weed together, and I think you're (laughs) defending this film purely based off the fact that... uh, Getting stoned and watching movies uh, really just makes things a hell of a lot better. So I hope you don't mind if I light this up and it is over. The case is over. Uh, We are definitely getting rid of this film. This is a terrible film. Nobody needs to watch this anymore and nobody needs to call their kids Twig or whatever the hell you said. So get out of my courtroom. Mumps. And accepting Uh, the bribe, put it into my diaper with all my ass clippings. Are these snacks for us? Case is over. <laughs> Are these snacks Are these just like free? to take? <laughs> no, they're my coats. Do you have any like secret vaults behind paintings in here? I'm leaving. There's nobody else in here. You've been in here Wait. by yourself. Just it's just been you and Seth Rogen the whole you have time. Anything under that robe? Just my diaper full of my clippings robe? of butt hairs. And I take some double-sided tape and I put it up here. Time for recess. All right. See you later. And case closed. I'm going to play basketball. (laughs) I'm going to play wall ball with myself. All right. No, case is closed. You're, You're out of character. Character's done. All right. All right, you guys. I think it's an open and shut case. The Party Crashers from 1958. Horrible goddamn movie. Don't watch it. Tell your kids never to watch it. The poster looks like it's something from the, uh, 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 what was that movie? Uh, Reefer Madness. Yeah, I don't know why this episode was so weed based, but yeah, 
Um, Yo, their 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 voices must have been funny though. It's like, hey, look out! It's Twig and his gang of hoodlums coming up to show up at a nice square guy party, and they're just they're just gonna be here drinking the punch. We got vodka, and we got a Ford Mustangs, 1958, whatever those look like. They probably weren't invented yet. Yo, Twig, bring that branch over here. Let's smoke out of it. <laughs> Nate, can I just tell you, I am so proud of you for doing a character voice. I have never heard you do an accent, and that was that was not bad. It went back and forth, but it was very good. Well. That was like a whole scene, If you're man. looking for... Hey, Twig. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that tree branch over here. I huh? do feel like I do feel like that a lot of people can do like some sort of like old city dude accent. Like I feel like yeah. everybody's got that fucking voice, you know. Everybody's got the hey, I'm fucking walking here. Like you know, everybody's got that version of it. Um, but yours is a little different. I like I'm yours. A fill you, I'm a I'm a oh, fill nope, you shoes okay. with cement. Nope. You're gonna go swimming. <laughs> You can go swimming with your cement shoes. Nah, you ain't gonna swim. You're gonna be sinking. Fish is gonna eat your I think I complimented balls. you too early. I think I. Uh, yeah. No, it's still good. It's still good. It. No, I lost no, it. You did I fun. lost the trace. I lost the trace. All right. Well, here's the deal. We have officially added another thing to the list of things we are deleting from Wikipedia. So, the Party Crashers, you are now on the list of uh, things we are going to send to Wikipedia at the end of the year and ask that they delete and get rid of entirely. Um, and with that, Nate, I think that's it, man. I think that's the episode. I think we did a pretty good job. Some say it's the sophomore slump, but I feel like uh, I feel like I just put on my freshman 15. I feel like it takes one to know one. And one and one is two. <laughs> Keep going. So, this is the it's a sec it's a math this is the second episode takes one to no one this is episode ah, two one and one I see you is two, and if you go too far away I can't see you, and mm. you is two letters away from the end of the alphabet, and the alphabet soup is Campbell's. Starts with a C, C third letter third episode next week see you then his eyes are rolling back in his head (laughs) and he's put the wallet in his mouth and he's jerking off nope i'm looking at chat roulette uh that happens a lot yeah wiki roulette chat roulette they're the same they're just like one drop bar away from each other all right with that uh we appreciate you all listening to the this is nothing podcast we have had a great time with you um last episode uh we said please hit us up uh on social media uh we are this is nothing podcast on facebook instagram and twitter we also have our email at this is nothing podcast at gmail.com uh please let us know anything you think that would be fun to add to the episode we're gonna start adding in some segments uh here or there uh we also need somebody to tell us how to end the episode uh but with that i think nate had a pretty solid idea uh he looked up uh what was it word of the day or something no hold on a sec i got it i mean i was was also gonna say that weren't you planning on eating an entire watermelon next episode during which yeah planning on that they're in season they're I want, delicious. I want that to be. I would like that to be the case. 
You drill Gotta a hole eat an entire in it. Fruit. Well, you drill a hole. Excuse me. <laughs> wow, and I get to start with watermelon, huh? Didn't get to go with something easy like banana or apple like, or something I could like hold in my hand. One blueberry. So that's the way we're gonna end the episode. Is just some horrible microphone noise of me eating an entire watermelon. There was a title Please album video shoot where I so ate a whole. <laughs> there was a title album shoot where I they filmed me eating an entire rotisserie chicken with just my hands, and we shot it oh. for like fifteen minutes, and we never used any of it. <laughs> They weren't doing that for the Not video a single shoot, man. Minute. You're, you're probably you're probably <laughs> in some like like second rate chicken restaurant commercial that you're not even getting paid for. <laughs> Colin, if you're listening, call it <laughs> no no commercial would want what I did to that chicken on a commercial. I started by putting my whole fist inside of it and eating around it like a stick of cotton candy. Um is this you? <laughs> Swing on by Route 5. <laughs> All right. I think we'll skip the plugs this week. But, Nate, uh, what is yeah. our word of the day to take us out on? And I'll try and use it in a sentence to end the podcast. I didn't know you wanted one word because I, I, I got two. And random word generator. And go. I'm going to do that to you anyway. The words are secure and jelly. Okay. Go. Um, don't get too jelly. We are about to secure the number one podcast spot for everybody. And you'll know it by the time you hear our voices next week. My name is Matt Rossi. My name is Nate Anderson. And thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.